You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by our partners at Novant Health Orthopedics. Runners like you are always on the move. Twisted ankles and broken bones can't wait, and neither should you. Novon Health offers walk-in appointments and same-day care at select orthopedic clinics to help you get back on pace. Visit novonhealth.org slash ortho now to learn more. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Despite the performance of some of our local teams of late, we think it's still fair to say that Charlotte is a sports town. There's plenty to prove that from pro teams to Division One, Two, and Three college sports in the area. The busy fields, gyms, pools, and races. Sports is a big business, too, generating millions of dollars in direct spending and economic impact. And don't get us started on the impact sports plays in the nonprofit space. One of the drivers behind some of that impact is the Charlotte Sports Foundation. They're the mind and muscle behind the Duke's Mayo Classic, the Jumpman Invitational, and others. Miller Yoho is the Director of Communications and Marketing for the Charlotte Sports Foundation. He's a runner, too. Miller, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys, and Happy New Year. I think that's the longest intro we've had. <laughs> I, I, I do not deserve that. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Get out of here. And Happy New Year to you, man. Happy New Year to you. How things going? You uh, you are getting catching up on some sleep. I hope um, it's been a busy season. We, we mentioned two of them: the the um, bowl game and the um, Jumpman Invitational. So, yeah, and we even had ACC football, and even before that, there was a big event, the Novant Health Marathon. I thought the Charlotte Marathon was incredible. We were out there cheering, trying to get people to eat mayonnaise. But what a great day for the city! And congratulations to both of you on that. Incredible Thank event. you very much. Thanks for being a part of it. And so that's not an inside joke for some folks who may not have run the entire No One House Charlotte Marathon. Uh, briefly tell folks what you guys were up to there in the back half of the course. Uh, no, it was well, actually mile 11, right? Yeah, mile 12. Oh, I'm, that's right. I thought you guys were just past the half. You were just mile 12. before it. That's right. Yeah. Just before it. We, uh, we thought that the best way to get some carbohydrates in around mile 11, forget your goose, forget your Powerade, forget whatever, is some good old twang with some Duke's mayonnaise. And we just wanted to be as part of the, the Charlotte community. So we brought Tubby, our, our giant mascot, Duke's giant mascot out to give people high fives. Um, no one who ran a marathon had a spoonful of mayonnaise. I don't think many people did the half, but a lot of 5Kers <laughs> really enjoyed the mayonnaise. Oh and, my uh, gosh. It was quite, it was quite the content and, uh, no one running fast uh, decided to take it, but it was a great day. Oh and we, the, the cool thing about running, and, and one of the things I love is it's a great spectator sport, and certainly with the, the Charlotte Marathon, it's true. And being out there, being in the city, and for us, we were in South End, it was just a great day and great environment. And I, I'm sure you guys have caught up on sleep. I think I've had three straight days of sleeping to seven, so it's great. So thanks for checking Dang. us. Anyone works an event. <laughs> Can appreciate that. <laughs> that is well, big deal. I th- I think about that, and I you know I watch the games on TV. Uh, we, we've gone to a couple of them. A couple years ago, we went to Mississippi State and North Carolina State. I think, and it was raining. Oh, you I get mean, rained on a lot. Yeah, it yeah. rained okay. the whole day. And uh, but I think about that, and it's like doesn't matter what the weather. Doesn't matter, yeah. you know, that it's Christmas. It doesn't matter. And 
you guys got to be out there. So, and it's the ACC championship. It's the um, bowl game, and then the Jumpman Invitational, which is indoors. Which That's is about probably to say. a good thing. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Tell us what but, uh, else you guys got going on. I mean, it's it's not just those three things in the fall. There are some other things. You got the classic that's it. You know, kind of yeah. kicks off yeah. football season. So this is, I think we're coming into our 13th year as the Charlotte Sports Foundation. Uh, we're, a, we're a 51c3 nonprofit. We're really, our goal is to bring large sporting events that either one, uh, have a large economic impact. We know buildings like Spectrum Center, Bank of America Stadium are some of the largest economic drivers. And it's kind of easy to say like that number, but we think about it when people come to town, there's people working in the restaurants, Uber drivers, uh, there's in the hospitality industry is directly affected by sports. So that's kind of our role. We operate, um, and then we also is the quality of life, having large events that Charlotteans can go to, like you, Tim, and, and ones that I grew up going to. But for us, it, it's, we started with the Duke's Mayo Bowl. It's had a few names, but now it's the Duke's Mayo Bowl. For, we just extended, so for a good amount of time, which nice. is exciting. And that is just a celebration of all things mayonnaise. We've kind of captured this weird part of college football with a mayonnaise dump and all the weirdness that happens with that. But to start our season, it kind of goes Duke's Mayo Classic, which is our kickoff game. Last year, it was North Carolina, South Carolina. This year, it will be Tennessee, NC State. So we're very excited about that. Um, then we had this past year, the Ally tip-off, which was Iowa versus Virginia Tech, two Final Four women's basketball teams. And that was the largest or that was the highest attended women's basketball game in regular season North Carolina history. So really proud of what happened there. Then we go to ACC football championship game. Jump Me an Invitational presented by Novant Health, and then which is uh, eight teams, four different schools from Jordan Brand, full experience over two nights. And you joke about that being indoor. That that hurt my body more than any outdoor <laughs> event, just the amount of dry air and chapstick needed. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we wrap it up with the bowl. And then next year will be, or this year, I guess it's the second, we'll be working on NCAA basketball uh, regionals in some capacity. And then also we're launching what's going to be the Mech Mile presented by Albemarle, which we're thrilled to be joining the running community. It's fabulous. What you guys have done is uh, amazing and just happy to be hopefully riding your coattails to success. So tell us more about that. Yeah. You knew we were going to ask you. So tell us about yeah. the Mech Mile and how folks can get involved in that. Well, uh, just like any good idea, it, it came from listening to my wife, Brittany. Uh, we'll give her credit to start with. Uh, but her, uh, she kind of a couple years ago said, it'd be really cool if there was, you know, Charlotte's done mile races, but if we did it and we started kicking around the office, we have a tremendous uh, executive director in Danny Morrison. Um, and he challenges us to say best idea wins. And he said, if you could do any event, what could it be? And it was one of those ideas that started, hey, we should do a mile foot race through Uptown. And as you guys know, logistics in Uptown Charlotte with races can be, uh, they could be complicated. So we kind of settled on um, two laps around Memorial Stadium, which is uh, the oldest stadium in Charlotte. Uh, it's beautiful Uptown view. So it's two laps and then you get to finish on the 50 yard line. And it was one of those ideas where we kept expecting resistance, but everyone from you guys to the city to anyone we talked to has just been incredibly supportive of it. And the idea that we love about the mile and and, and I hope I'm not stepping on your toes is we think the mile is the, the and it probably hurts my feelings as someone who runs 50 Ks and longer, uh, the mile is the most accessible race uh, in terms of it could be someone's first race. It could be something that you walk or it could be someone's fastest race. So what we want to do is take a full day and have the full, uh, I guess, cornucopia of runners, walkers, all the way to the fastest people you could possibly see and just make it a really a celebration for Charlotte. Well, I agree with you. The mile is, and it can be an entree event too for people who yeah. are yeah. are not who who don't consider themselves 
runners. Sure, yeah. It could be, hey, um, maybe I'll train to just run a mile. And then next thing you know, they're doing 5Ks and 10Ks, and then they're strung out on running, you know? <laughs> that's how I got suckered into it. Now I'm, I'm training to go in the woods in four weeks and yeah. disappear for a day. Yeah. There you um, go, man. But yeah, you said the... What's really important is we kind of we have there's obviously there's the pro, which is we'll have two heats of both 20 men, 20 women, and we have uh, $10,000 each in prize money. So we're really excited. We're going to have some incredibly fast people. But what really excites me is we have kind of two entry level. One is we'll have uh, up to a thousand kids are going to run for free. And that could go from like my little one who's four years old. He got to run in Pittsburgh and do the toddler dash there. It was one of the best memories I'll ever have. And he'll, they'll, you know, the little ones will get to do a 50 yard dash on the field and get the experience that. And then the older ones kind of ages, I believe it's six to 11, get a half mile run. So we're really excited about thousand kids to try to get them in running, get them hooked and get them really going from there. And then also we have what's called our recreational division. And what's really cool about that is it's untimed. We just open up the course for an hour. Um, we saw what a lot of races did, especially during pandemic, where it was kind of an open course and you get to mm -hmm. do it. Um, so we're going to open our course up and you could run, skip, push a stroller, dance, whatever you want to do for one mile. And we just want to create the lowest barrier of entry race possible and just a celebration of crossing that finish line. The same celebration someone will get that if they run a four minute mile. There you go. It's very exciting. So, I mean, you guys are have thought this through. I mean, you have a lot of the details that sometimes aren't really apparent until Hey, we're still trying to figure this out. We've, we've been there. We're there with a couple of races right now, yeah, you know, it happens, um, right? but, um, tell us some of the other details you talked about two yeah. laps around Memorial stadium. I know they got a pretty steep downhill from the ring road down into the stadium bowl, but, um, that will be a little, I, in so far, Tim, I have been the only person ever to run it. So we did a, uh, I, I currently hold the course record and until nice. the race is on May 25th, I will be the course record holder, the only person. So as go. the only person to ever run it, it is very tricky ending. So you start, um, kind of on, uh, the parking deck side of the course and you do two laps. What's so going to be kind of way we divide it. You heard me say the term recreational, that's kind of the open course. And then it'll go to what we're calling competitive. That'd be people like me who are going to be anywhere from that kind of five to 12. I'm not running a five minute mile, a five minute to 11 minute. And those will, will be actually on, there's a very large sidewalk heats of 25 going every six to seven minutes. And that's where what's going to be really unique is you're going to be running against people your pace. So DC, you're going to line up with people who run your five-minute mile. So it'll be 25 of you. It's going to be a true race. Um, and then so that would be going for a couple hours. And then we're going to go to what we call is our elite division. We'll also have prize money for the elite. These are the fastest people in Charlotte. We want the, if you can run like a sub 530 or around a five or even below, this is the division for you. There'll be prize money. And we kind of wanted... We obviously have this pro division. We're going to bring in all these people from around the country, but we wanted kind of a Charlotte specific who wears the crown of the region fastest of the fastest cool. non-professional. Yeah. So we're excited about that. And I mentioned I'd be remiss if I didn't hit back on the uh, the finish line. We want that same feeling. What we're going to do is activate the entire infield and, and the county's done an incredible, uh, incredible job with the Memorial Stadium. We're going to activate the entire field where it be, whether it's breweries or kids bounce houses we'll have a concert stage going on what we want to do is bring a full fan fest into um the infield or the uh middle of the stadium and just create an incredible environment have yourself up on the video board as you cross at the 50 yard line 
um, activations, vendors, whatnot. Charlotte Marathon's invited to come out. We want it to be a community celebration. Right on, man. That's going to be great. Yeah. So it's, and I've, I've finished some of these marathons on the, on the field, you know, the the one I remember most is Memphis marathon. And it's like, you finish on the field and they kind of got a fence. So that's like the, the exits right here and you got to go up the steps and and then they do stuff around. (laughs) So you actually get to stay down on the field, which is pretty cool. They just redid the whole Memorial stadium. They've got a nice artificial turf. uh, Oh, it's beautiful. I think. $41 $41 million dollars into it. Yeah. Albemarle, uh, I'm sitting in their building, so I have to say nice things. But <laughs> as a as a partner coming into this, it was really important for them to be a community event. They've uh, recently located within the past 10 years to Charlotte. They really wanted to be invested in Charlotte, and people recognize their, their uh, investment in Charlotte. So we want people to come as spectators. So this is something that if you have family coming, you can come hang out. There's the kids section, whatever. And their stadium, there'll be food, there'll be drink, all that stuff. And I think it's really, I keep, and you guys can correct me, but I think this is running is the only sporting event where you can finish a race, run whatever you run, sit down, have your beverage, and then see someone who looks completely, runs completely, and runs twice as fast as you and get to kind of see someone do the exact same thing you did as a professional. You don't do that in football, baseball, whatnot. No, I think I think you're right. I can't think of anything else where you get to do where you get to literally line up with the with the folks that are yeah. doing it for a living. So, yeah. it's pretty awesome. Well, look, look, we tipped off with a uh, talk about you know some of the economic impact, um, mm-hmm. and you know we're we're keen on that with the marathon and how much you know money that that we um, deposit into the local economy. Let's talk about that for the Charlotte Sports Foundation. You said. Um, hey, we want to impact positively Charlotte, the Uber drivers, the people who work in our our restaurants and hotels. Talk about the economic impact of what you're doing across the board, not just with a race or with a bowl We're game, but <laughs> working from home today, I see. Yeah, the lights out and away we go. We're watching Cars 2 over here. No, uh, Tim, yeah. that's a great question. Um, it is uh, for for me, I think it's a really personal story. Like I grew up in the area going to our games and they mean a lot. But also we look at, I think the pandemic taught, obviously taught us a lot, but the pandemic as an industry taught us and hopefully as a city, the, the importance of large events and what they mean to the hospitality industry here in Charlotte is huge. Conferences, uh, events, what, uh, you know, soccer tournaments, but large sporting events bring people in who are passionate about the city, put the city on the map. But um, it, it's even direct spending from taxes. It's direct spending in restaurants. And then there's kind of that, uh, what's estimated and we can't really, we, we estimate it. It's not really judged, but what that is. And around every year, Charlotte, uh, sports foundations over $80 million in estimated impact, uh, economic impact. And I think in 2021, we had over 50 million in, uh, direct spending. So for us, we know that we bring that it's an incredible return on investment for the city. Um, and what makes it really unique is everyone. In Charlotte, there's this incredible harmony. I don't know if you guys see it, where everyone's bought in on bringing these large events and making it successful. There's really not much friction in terms of competition. There's no other organizations kind of stepping on toes or saying, this is mine. Everyone plays an incredible role um, in, from the Panthers with the bowl game. We couldn't do it without them. They're an incredible organization in a way that they support us. Same thing with the Hornets and the Jumpman Invitational. And then it kind of spreads out to all our events, CRVA, others, who are just invested in bringing in so many because they see the the value and what it brings to Charlotte, the spending, putting it on the map. Um, it's an important thing to have the skyline on TV, on ESPN. That means a lot. It means more people are excited about Charlotte. Yeah. 
I mean, think last year, the Charlotte, the Sports Business Journal ranked Charlotte the number three best city to do sports business in. And that just shows the growth of the industry. There you go. I'm not going to lie. Charlotte's got a nice skyline, too. Absolutely. It does. And the, the, the stadium right downtown. And, you know, I've seen stadiums everywhere. You know, you look across the NFL and college sports and they're having a stadium downtown, I think, is very cool. Yeah. I think it's an asset to the community. You've got plenty of parking you've got um, local restaurants you've got just all the resources that you would want the hotels and then you get those beautiful skyline shots from kind of what is that the southwest corner of the stadium mm-hmm. looking northeast to uh to the center city i i yeah you know you can't beat it especially when it's, it's a night game right it's like yeah. i think about the the as Tim likes to call it, the nautical twilight that uh, graced the start of the Novant Health Charlotte yes. Marathon. We were all dogging them out until we saw the pictures of it, <laughs> of the start. And yeah. it was just amazing to see a mass of people doing something like that it, it, mm-hmm. as the sun was coming up. It was, and same thing when you like to see me, you look at the city, you look at the fans, and you look at the activity of a big sporting event, and you're like, man, this is a cool place to live. Yeah, I, th- I think that's could not agree with that more. And it's someone who if I've been, I mean, my family moved to the area in 89. It's just seeing it grow um, yeah. is awesome. And I think what excites me about the Mech Mile is we do so much in terms of economic impact, but this also leads into that quality of life and something that we can grow. And there's a lot of one mile races that are really successful from the Fifth Avenue Mile to the National Championships mm-hmm. in Des Moines, Iowa. There's just a lot there. But what we're trying to do is a little bit different in terms of create a full day, full environment and create a spectator event out of it, which really excites us. Yeah. I think, I think folks will get behind it too. Yeah. I'm going to ask you well, one more question. Signups are now we'll... open. If anyone wants to know, <laughs> there you, go, away, right? you know, yeah. You know, mechmile.com sign up. I think we have a price increase coming at the end of January. So go ahead and get in there. Yeah. And I think there's just exactly. so much untapped. And I, I, you guys know this with races is like, it brings out, the humor in people, whether it's outfits, things like that. But sure. I think about like, you know, we're about to have fancy football drafts in, in a few months in June, July, whatever. This could be a very interesting way to pick your fantasy football draft. You know, you get 12 guys out there all trying to figure out who's the fastest and then you get your draft order or girl. <laughs> oh, that's I, I think a there's great a, way. There you go. There's yeah. a lot of funny things we were trying to think around and do. And now it's we have these five months to ramp up to and really build out. And what we're excited also is it's that Memorial Day weekend. Um, so you have the Coca-Cola 600. Uh, you'll have the ACC Baseball Championship. It's just going to, the city's going to feel alive that weekend, which is really exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. I'm going to ask you one more question, then I'm going to let you go. Um, how does the foundation look at a potential project or event and decide whether or not it would be a good fit for, for you to produce um, yeah. and for Charlotte? No, great question. Um, what's really nice is uh, we have a very specific mission statement in terms of large, uh, high-profile event that either economic impact or quality of life. So those are the two check uh, list on those. And um, so we really evaluate it. We really build. We kind of keep a very small event portfolio. Um, we are still a very small staff. We have eight um, full time, and then we have eleven, uh, or then we have three uh, interns. So, in terms of organizations that operate like us as a um, events operator in the in the city, we're pretty small compared to other um, cities and whatnot. And we we view that that's a strength that we operate lean, and people are really invested in what we do. 
So it's kind of a full staff to work through. We had operations people weighing in. If you look at the mech mile, you had sponsorship people weighing in. Everyone kind of checks and balances it to make sure it works. And then it kind of goes back to, Tim, I think that's the, the second part of your question was really important is whether it's the right for us or right for the city. So many times that we pass things off. If it's not the best thing for us to do, if it's not, doesn't meet kind of our check, uh, our benchmarks of what a Charlotte Sports Foundation event is, we can pass it off to the CRBA or pass it off to others or find groups. We are, we're not greedy. We're not here to take all the credit or we're not here to run every event. What we want is Charlotte to have as many events as possible, run as best as possible, and to really use the unique uptown, the harmony that exists. You mentioned the venues, Bank of America Stadium, use that. Uh, there's so many things that, uh, and I, I'm talking about venues, I'm personally excited. I'm personally excited to have Memorial Stadium. It's underused. Yeah. I'm really excited for us to really lean into it. I've been trying to find something to do with it for a couple of years now. Yeah, that is like you said, great, great venue, all great venues all over town, and it is very, very exciting. And heck, it's set, stacking up to be an exciting twenty twenty four. You all said right. that was the last question for me. I, I have to every okay. time we talk about the Mech Mile, I have to ask a question of the people. Ask, all right, project your times. Both of you are running it. What's your projected time <laughs> get it on the record? See, this is the nice thing about a mile is a marathon. Man. There's so many variables. A mile, you can you know. Oh, dude. All right. DC? All right. Let's see. So I've got uh, full disclosure. I've got uh, Wilmington at the end of February, which gives me how many weeks to train up on my mile? Uh, I don't know. We'll say two and a half months. Two, okay. So I've got, let's say I've got eight weeks to get myself ready for that. I uh, 615. Okay. Tim? 614? <laughs> I'll take the over. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So uh yeah, my uh my hips and knees aren't doing real well right now. So uh you know the 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 the, the little ego voice in me is like, don't tell anybody your time. You'll be embarrassed. <laughs> so you're doing it for fun. Yes. I, I I'll, I'll totally be the recreational fun. crowd. Mechmile.com. Yes. Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte sports.org dot org. Find out more right. information. Um, Miller, thank you for your time today. Uh, yeah, no, glad you got through me. the holidays and the classics and the bowls and the championships and everything else. And you can hang with, uh, with the family at home for a little bit, sleep in a little bit late if they'll allow yeah. that. And I'm, I'm no uh, longer waking up with middle of night dreaming that it's the night before a game oh like yeah. i'm oh, past are... that phase of recovery or recuperation now for me it's just getting to sleep oh there you it's go. like yeah. you got a million things running through your mind yep. you want to go to sleep or you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and it's like now i can't go back to sleep because right. i'm thinking about might as well stay the life we live yeah exactly yeah, life we live <laughs> miller thank you so much Appreciate thanks guys you, brother the running around charlotte podcast is presented by the novon health charlotte marathon Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.